Let's do this thing. Hi, you guys. I am so thrilled to be bringing you this particular episode right now. I've been a little inconsistent here at the Strong Body, Strong Soul show, but I have been busy talking to so many different people around the world that are all trying to inspire people in all sorts of different ways. Today, I have Christy Mickelson here with me on the show. So before we get to that, I just want to give you a little heads up. We're going to be a little bit all over the place today. I am going to be sharing a conversation that I had with Christy. We recorded on the Clubhouse app. So you might hear a little bit of stuff about Clubhouse, but otherwise we're going to start kind of silly. And I'm also going to share some listeners who I appreciate so very much for taking the time to call into the show here. So we are going to intersperse some listener voices a little bit. Here we go. A wise woman once said to her children and her podcast audience some words that now stick to our brains. Hold on to your panties, oh yeah. Hold on to your panties, okay. Hold on to your panties, cause things are about to get wild. Strong body, strong soul as her podcast now. You'll love it, I swear you will. But you gotta hold on to your panties, alright. With Maria Humphreys, okay. Hold on to your panties, cause man, it's real. Hello, hello. How are you guys? I am so excited that you are here. Hello, hello. I'm Maria and this is Christy. Christy, hello. I'm so excited to have this conversation with you. I can't even stand it. Hi. Hello. How are you? I'm fantastic. We are going to be having such a fun show today. You guys, ask Christy about her writing style and such. And before we get started with the show today, I just wanted to introduce myself. If people here on the replays have not stopped by before, my name is Maria. Maria Humphreys is my name, and I am the host of the Strong Body, Strong Soul podcast. It's a YouTube channel, a Facebook page, and all that kind of stuff. But the main reason I'm out here is to help empower people to use their voices. I love, love, love working with kids in particular to help them really find the strength for all sorts of anti-bully behavior and um, really being able to get through these tough times that we're in, giving them tools. I also love, of course, working with adults and helping them get through. And I love social media. It's just true. I think that this technology is a gift to be able to connect with people across the planet no matter what color our skin is, no matter what we wear or where, what we do for a living, it does not matter. And I think audio gives us the opportunity to feel people's personalities and their intention. Sometimes out here on social audio, I am kind of funny. 
<laughs> Sometimes I'm kind of serious because I am a meditation teacher. I do have offerings on the Insight Timer app. But laughter is one of my favorite kinds of energy. And reading and writing, expressing ourselves in so many amazing ways. That's why I'm so excited to have Christy on the show today right now. She is an author. I'm going to let her introduce herself in just a moment. We are going to be talking about writing today. We are going to be talking a little bit about sex. It's a part of life. <laughs> so get ready. And we are also going to be doing an experiment here towards the end of the show. I am going to read a portion of one of Christie's books because I'm fascinated with how we take our passion for creativity and sharing and put it to paper. And then we can use audio to help other people feel the energy in the future. It's just like recording, writing. People in the future are going to read Christie's books. And you're going to hear a little bit from her books in just a moment. Now, Christy, I wanted to go ahead and start. I know you were so much more than an author. You have so many different things that you do in your life, so much, so many different topics that you talk about. So what I would love to do is for you to introduce yourself, but tell everybody about, I noticed you put a post out the other day. And you said to your followers, what do you guys want to hear me talk about next? So why don't we just tell them a little bit about that stuff and then we'll get to the writing part. I hope that makes sense. Christy, go ahead. <laughs> well, thank you for everything, Maria. And hi, everyone. My name is Christy Mickelson. As Maria said, I am an author. However, I do do other things such as advocating for causes such as lupus, kidney cancer, uh, suicide prevention, autism. I have a whole list that I advocate for. And mainly because they were things that I've, I have experienced in my lifetime somehow in some way. With autism, my children both have autism. My daughter is moderate severe and my son is high functioning. So both very different ends of the autism spectrum. And with lupus, I recently this year was diagnosed with lupus and unfortunately is gone so long undiagnosed that it has affected a few things, such as my uh, central nervous system. So I do have a lot of issues with balance and uh, I get severe migraines a lot of the time. Uh, suicide prevention, I have lost a lot of family members to suicide. I have also lost a fiance to suicide. I have my son, who it's hard for me to talk about, but within the last few years, my son was having suicidal tendencies and it got worse last year due to some issues about bullying. And so that's one that's really dear to my heart. And I talk about that a lot on the Billy D's podcast with, when I'm with him. Some of the other things I do is I am a caregiver for my mom who has heart disease. I go out and I take care of her during the week and I'm usually not home till about four or five in the afternoon. So a lot of my writing and the things that I am passionate about don't get started till about eight o'clock at night usually. So Maria, you caught me on a good time tonight. <laughs> I know, I love it, I love it. <laughs> so that's pretty much who I am. I use social audio to get my name out there and get my voice out there. And I'll get into that a little bit more. I Excellent. I think that it's so important when we're all talking out here on any kind of social audio, 
Well, obviously, the older we get, too, the more dif the different hats that we wear in our lives. And I think that it's so important, the work that Christy is doing with her writing and our creativity, our imagination is so important, especially at this time in the world right now. I think it's so vital that people either feel comfortable coming out here and being on social audio if they feel like using their voices in podcasting, collaborating with people, telling people that are in your life, that are immediately near you, that you love them. It's so important to use your voice, but you can also use your voice and your imagination with writing. And so Christy, I want to talk to you about your books because expressing passion in writing, it's so fascinating. Let's, let's talk for a few minutes about your books and the subject matter of them because you remind me, especially when I saw that clip that you sent me earlier today, <laughs> it reminds me of the Fifty Shades of Grey. It's in that <laughs> genre. I love it. <laughs> Not all of them are that way, thank goodness. <laughs> My mom does read these books, so not all of them are that way. But uh, actually, my I very love first it. book. <laughs> I love it. No, it's so funny because we're going to talk about parenting, too. I want to know what your kids think. <laughs> <laughs> well, my very first book was actually a novella called Nine Months to Autism. And that was about my children being diagnosed with autism. Now, when I first started, I was not expecting to get sales. This was all to prove a point to my children because my son had asked me to do it professionally, you know, to write professionally because he saw me doing journals one night. And I had told him, no, I'm not very good at that kind of thing. And he looked at me and said, well, if you could give up on your dreams, mom, then I guess I can give up on mine. And I wasn't going to let that happen. I was like, oh, no, you're not yeah. going to do that. <laughs> you know, so yeah. I put out my first book and it was Nine Months to Autism about the diagnosis of my children. Now, I knew nothing about the writing world. I had no idea what an editor was. I had no idea what fonts were. I mean, nothing. So it's just straight out written like a journal. And I put it out there, and all of a sudden, I was getting sales on it. And I was like, hmm, well, if that makes some sales, I wonder if the next story in my head would make sales, which is Lady for Hire, which is part of what I sent you, Maria. Yeah. Lady for Hire, again, did not have an editor. I, again, knew nothing about it. I just had a story in my head and I put it onto paper. And I put it out there and all of a sudden, everybody was falling in love with that book and I couldn't figure out why because I know there's grammar, you know, grammar mistakes in it. I know there's things in there that could be better. But for some reason, people fell in love with it. And I happened to ask somebody one day, Emma, why do you like this story so much? I don't understand. And they said, girl, we don't, we don't care about the errors in it. We care about the stories that you have to tell. Because in the beginning of that book, I was actually homeless. And we had lost our home due to some financial issues. And we weren't staying out on the street. We did get to stay in a hotel. But there were times when things were so difficult to where we were staying in our car behind a field and it was cold. And the beginning of that book really told the aggravation I felt about being homeless. And people just fell in love with the story. And then they started falling in love with who I was as a person about getting my, my experiences out there because there are so many people that have experienced the same thing I have. So mm -hmm. after, after Lady for Hire, I did A Christmas to Remember, which was actually written for my mom. It is a clean Christian romance. 
I think, and it deals with the emotions that my mother felt after my dad died of renal cell carcinoma, which is stage four kidney cancer. And she went through a lot of grief and depression, and I kind of mixed some of her emotions in with my emotions because my father was my hero. I loved that man very much, and for me in my life, and I'm not going to get too much into this part, but he was the only man that ever really showed me what love, un loving unconditionally was. I was molested at the age of 15 by my uncle, and I didn't trust a lot of men, but I did trust my dad, and my dad was the one that I really looked up to. So A Christmas to Remember was written for my mom and is very clean, <laughs> very clean, because I didn't want her to be upset by it. And I, and I hope everybody gets a chance to read it. I nice. Well, you guys are in luck because the clip that she, Christy sent me is not clean. <laughs> I'm going to edit a little bit perhaps when I read it, but I want you guys get, to get a feel for it because it's so much fun. I think that the reason that people are connecting, obviously, with your stories is that they can find some of themselves in what you're talking about. Absolutely. I mean, whether it's your children with with uh, medical issues or being homeless, financial problems, I think everybody can see a little bit of themselves in your stories. And that's what storytelling is about. And that's what human connection is about, of course. And when did you write Lady for Hire? Was it during the pandemic or before that? Uh, Lady for Hire was actually before that. I think I actually did Lady for Hire in 2019. Okay. And uh, 2018 is when we started going through uh, issue financial issues because when my dad died, we had put a lot of money into his funeral. And of course, during the time he was going through uh, can his cancer fight, back then the treatments for kidney cancer were $3,000 a month. Mm. And so my family had moved in with my mom and dad to help care for them. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, after my father's funeral, we were broke. We had mm -hmm. no money. So that's how we became homeless. And I just started writing out some of those experiences. And then um, I don't want to give the whole story away, but it does turn out for a good good cause. And uh, I'm going to let you read the little snippet and let people see the yeah. other side of it. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. And um, I, I, I'm excited. Hakeem has just joined us as well. Hello, hello. Welcome, welcome. We're talking to Christy. And we're talking about the books that she's written. She has kids with autism. She has been homeless. She has written some books that are about romance and a little bit sexy. And I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to read a passage of one of her books for you guys in just a few minutes. But I think it's really fascinating because I think that writing, as we all know, we can live vicariously through other people, of course. And I think it helps us go somewhere else, especially with the pandemic. But even without that, historically, of course, we all want to like really dig into a story and be those people. And from the way you've written the passage that I'm going to read in a little bit, I mean, even if, you know, I know you have lupus now, Who, in as we all get older, 
we can look back in our lives and we can recreate experiences that we've had and we can embellish on them too. I mean, Christy, you said that people were liking the Lady for Hire book. Where were they reading it? Where did you first publish it? Was it like I joked at the beginning here, like the Fifty Shades of Grey was on Twitter, right? As a blog or as a thread it started or something? Do you remember how, how she started? Because where were you... Where were you sharing your writing for Lady for Hire first? Where were people first able to encounter it, your story? Hello, Maria. This is David Speaks. Um, I, I also am on Anchor. It's first time I'm a first time caller, and I just wanted to uh, leave this message of appreciation for your positivity because I do a podcast where I'm mostly just and I forget to do to try and be positive for other people because I know in these times especially it's it's almost like a necessary thing to be positive, and so it's really awesome that people can be positive in these moments and these times. And uh, maybe I'm looking forward to other podcasts that you do. Podcast episodes, that is. I appreciate that message so very much. Positive energy. Oh, yeah. In these challenging times, it can be hard to keep balanced. I hope you're enjoying the conversation here with Christy. Here we go with some more. Where were people first reading Lady for Hire? You said they they started liking it. Where were you releasing it? In a blog form? Or how how were people reading it? Actually, when I really, I just put it out there. I put it on to Amazon KDP. As a whole book. Okay. As a whole book. And then I put it on to Smashwords where people can download it and read it instantly. And of, of course, I had my beta readers who were people that read the book before I put it out there. Uh huh. Just to tell me if they like the story. And a lot of people were like, oh my gosh, girl, we love this story. And for the life of me, I just couldn't understand why until someone explained that they connect in some way, just like you were saying, they connect in some way to the story. And so that made me feel really good that, hey, my voice is getting out there. People are hearing what I had to go through, people are connecting. And for me, that's absolutely wonderful. I'm absolutely. glad people are yeah, how fun is that? And you know, I've been podcasting for so long and Christy and I have talked about this and you guys, a lot of us listen to books on Audible and such, of course, but sometimes we might run into a particular uh, book that's on there that, that isn't, doesn't flow as, as well as we might think it might as we wish, right? A lot of authors are reading their own books. Sometimes they're great. Like, I don't know if you guys know Shonda Rhimes, but her book, um, The Year of Yes, she read it and it's great. But sometimes I encounter people that, you know, maybe it would be better if they had somebody else read it. And so it's so much fun because I'm kind of, um, 
I like Christie's writing. I like romance novels like that. It's been a long time since I've read something like that. But I remember years ago being, you know, with friends of mine, you know, at a sleepover or something when you have your girlfriends and you read stuff out loud. And um, it's so much fun. So I imagine there are a lot of people that are going to really enjoy your work, Christy, because I, I think it's important. I think a lot of us, <laughs> a lot of us could, uh, you know, use a little bit of a little bit of our, get outside our own life, especially with the pandemic right now. We're talking about writing right now. One of the things that I love is the way imagination comes through our voices, whether it's audio or written. So I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to read a little bit, just a little bit of Christie's book. Okay, are you guys ready? Are you ready? <laughs> I'm going to read this. Are you ready? Are you ready? Okay, this is from Lady for Hire. Here is a passage from Lady for Hire. Savannah, you look absolutely radiant, he finally managed to utter as he walked towards the stairs and held his hand out to her. Come, my darling. I cannot wait for you to be in my arms any longer. When she reached the bottom of the stairs, he swept her into his arms and carried her into the living room. He laid her down on the sea of rose petals he had sprinkled and kissed her deeply, savoring the sweet warmth of her lips upon his. Expressing her own need for him, she gave a slight moan and arched her back in response to his kiss and lightly pulled his hair to bring him down closer to her. She could feel his, well, use your imagination, quickly ran her hands down his waist and, but, oh, use your imagination. Oh, Wade, she whispered breathlessly as she wiggled her hips against, use your imagination, and left trails of kisses down his neck, making his arousal throb with anticipation. <laughs> I love it. It's so much fun. <laughs> I love how you inserted use your imagination. <laughs> oh, and that word inserted, Christy. <laughs> this is why I love doing talk shows with you, Maria. <laughs> well, and when we're live, I mean, you, yeah, it's up to us. It's our show, baby. <laughs> modify as needed um but i but it's funny because some things you can't unhear so i love your writing and i think this story is really fun and i can't wait to read more of it but for me for my purposes like i said at the beginning here you guys i'm a meditation teacher so people that i don't know i'm not sure if they'll be able to go back to listening to me guide them in meditation after they hear me read aloud a story <laughs> like that. <laughs> I don't know. Like I told you before, you have a sexy voice, Maria. People are going to tune in just oh for that my. voice. <laughs> I'll have late nights with Maria here on Clubhouse. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> hey, hey, hey. I was actually thinking about a late night with Christy and you know, talking. Remember our our discussion the other night with Robert? Yes. I mean, okay, I think we can get into a show like this. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and I think, well, it's funny because, you know, as much as I can go in that direction, and it's so much fun for sure, but I have complained in the past because on Wisdom, on the Wisdom app, you know how you go on there and you immediately end up in someone's room by accident and then your name is there. And I have gone on there late at night and ended up rooms that were like um, a little too adult for me. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't want my name on their yeah, room yeah. necessarily. <laughs> but it's interesting because I think when you're on audio, you get to know people and you can kind of gauge, you know, like you said, one of your books is a clean Christian romance. And it's okay if you're a little you know, a little over the line, a little here and there, not over, there is no line, but do what comes naturally and create your books so that your, your people, your audience, they know what they're going to get when they pick it up. And that's exactly. what like on, you know, on my podcast, I've gotten in trouble over the years, not in trouble, but in a funny way, because yeah, people will call in and I'll, I'll, sometimes I'll be funny and they'll be like, oh my gosh, <laughs> we didn't realize you were going to say that. And I'm like, well, it's me. I don't know. It's all me. Um, I think life's too short to pretend that you're one way all of the time. Exactly. Exactly. I actually have 19 book titles in the works right now. Wow. Not a, not a single one of them are the same. Some of them were Christ, clean Christian romance. Some of them are downright filthy. <laughs> and some of them are a little mixed in between because I got to talking to some of my readers and they want to see how far I'll go in the book, which yeah. shocked me. That actually shocked me. They want to see how far I'll go. And some of them want to see some suspense written in there. So there's a lot of things coming from Christy Mickelson books within the next couple of years. Be watching for them. I love that. I love the way you just said they want to see what's happening because they're reading and they are seeing in their own imagination. It's so amazing. I love That's, it. Thank you. I love it. Thank you. I have a lot of fun writing. When you're writing, you get to escape and you get to be another person. And I absolutely love it because I'm sorry, but my life is hectic. My yeah. life is very, very hectic. And when I'm writing, I get to be a whole other person and I get to live out some of my fantasies like um, Malibu Lounge, the book I'm working on now. I'm actually writing it about my best friend who is a professional wrestler. And we are very, very close because we've gone through some things together and we were playing around with it and we're like, what if we put us two together in the book? Let's live that out a little bit. And, and we know because we both are married, we both know we could do it in the book. But of course, that would never happen in real life. So it's a lot of fun just to kind of live out your fantasies through books. We are going to be doing more of this kind of stuff, you guys, because I think it's really fun. I also, Christy, do you write under a different name or are you always Christy Mickelson? I'm curious about that. I am actually always Christy Mickelson, and I always let people—I always let people know that not every book is going to be the same. It, yeah. Like I said before, some of them are going to be very clean. Some of them are going to be very, very filthy. <laughs> I mean, Maybe you need a little rating system. Is this a one, a two, or a three on the spicy scale? 
the one lady for hire right now is actually a three. When you get into Malibu Lounge, it's going to be a 15 plus. Oh, so. <laughs> watch out. Watch out, uh, 50 Shades of Grey people. <laughs> exactly. So be watching for it, everyone. Christy's it coming for you. <laughs> That's great. That's Sometimes we forget how good we are at certain things until our kids start to notice and they're kind of surprised. I know that happened to me when I first started my YouTube channel. They encouraged me to go on video because they liked the way I explain spirituality and we couldn't find anything on YouTube that we could re really relate to. So they encouraged me, but one of my majors in college was communications. So I did do a lot of audiovisual stuff way back then. The technology is different now, of course, but that's how my brain thinks. I'm really good at editing and making sure, you know, there's not a trash can in the background and stuff like that. And the lighting, sometimes not perfect, of course, but my kids were like, wow, mom, how do you know how to do that? And so I can imagine that's the same with Christy and her kids going, mom, like, Christy, how old are your kids? Let me ask you that. And when did, yeah, do they read your books? Actually, my kids are both adults. My son okay. is 24 and my daughter is 21. However, my daughter has the mentality because of her autism of a six-year-old. So she really doesn't understand what mom does. She knows I write stories, but she doesn't know where the stories go. In fact, the story she wants me to write is about falling in love at Disney World. So I might do that for her because she's absolutely obsessed with Disney World. That's um, cute. However, my son, he knows exactly what I do. <laughs> uh-huh, yeah. And he, he's okay with it because in real life, outside of the professional world, I am actually a tomboy and my husband is a truck driver and all of my friends tend to, oh, most of my friends, I should say, tend to be guys. And we are a very big part of the wrestling world because my son is uh, a huge fan of wrestling and he worked a little bit in wrestling. So a lot of our friends have dirty, dirty mouths. And of course, when you're hanging around the guys and you're having a few drinks with them, your mouth tends to get a little dirty too. <laughs> so my son is quite used to who I am. And to be perfectly honest, they're both very proud because one of the things mom has taught them is no matter what, don't give up on your dreams and just yeah. keep working through all the situation. Like there's been a lot of struggles during my writing career. I, like I said, I had no idea what an editor was. I didn't know how to do publicity. None of that in the beginning. Uh -huh. But I have, I have struggled and I have researched and I clawed my way. And I'm, I can't say to the top because I'm not really at the top yet, but I have gained so much popularity just within the last year that my son cries because he's all, mom, I am so, so proud of you. You Aww. didn't stop and you didn't give up on your dream. So that's how they feel. That's fantastic. When we're reading these kind of stories, I think that it's it's so cool, Christy, that you are experiencing some success with your writing. I love it. Love to know, Maria, what made you want to do a writing uh, clubhouse today? What, what got you into that? Well, I keep meaning to get back to my own writing. I actually... <laughs> You know, I started doing a blog, I started, I have some art, well, one article in Ohm Times, but my articles, just like my podcast, I keep meaning to turn my podcast episodes into articles. And before my dad died, he always told me he thought I was going to write a book. And he imagined that I would be in the Bay Area for some reason. He had this whole thing 
where he thought where I would end up. And he passed away several years ago. But I've started a book a couple of times. And each time I think to myself, what kind of a book does my dad, when the hell does he think I'm going to write? <laughs> and so it helps me so much to be inspired by other writers. And just like with the audio, I think every voice matters and everybody has a different experience. We all explain the same stuff, but in different ways. And I think it all matters. I just haven't gotten it together yet. So I do have articles out there. I do have stuff. I'm going to start. I can't. You know how we have things and we, we gift things into the world and then we think, oh, everybody can do that. That's the stage I'm at right now. So I need to unearth my own writing and start releasing it more. I keep looking at that um, review newsletter on Twitter and I keep thinking, oh my God, I have like, you know, two years worth of episodes, <laughs> newsletters <laughs> of writing. If I would just like put one out every two weeks or something, I could fill a bunch of time, but um, I just haven't taken the time to do it. So that's why I was interested, Christy, in asking you how you first got your book you're writing out there because I know a lot of people start with their blog and then they kind of look at it and they're like, Oh, this is actually a book after all this time. And they put it all together. Some people do that. I know. Um, so yeah, writing, I love writing. I do. I just, I, I haven't uh, taken the time to put it together very much for myself lately. Well, let me just state that when I first started, it, like I said before, it started out as journals because mm -hmm. I needed to get my anger and my frustration and everything out because I was working full time as a state preschool teacher for children with special needs. I had two special needs children at home that were kind of a handful of times. And I was the caregiver at night to my father who had cancer. And with my husband being a truck driver, he's only home two days out of every two months. So I felt very much alone and I didn't know who to talk to or who to turn to. So I would start as journals and the journals are what gave me that, the oomph, I guess you could say, to just start making it into a story. And I orig originally put them on Amazon because I didn't know any other place to go to. But then I started submitting to uh, Harlequin Romance and all these other places. And I could be accepted by Harlequin if I choose to revise and resubmit uh, one of my books, and that's A Christmas to Remember. However, I'm going to choose not to because I want to keep the control over my books. My books are, even though they're kind of racy on some of them, they're very personal to me because there's a lot of experiences that I went through in my own life, and I've decided to just stick to self-publishing. My advice for you, Maria, is... Don't worry about what your dad would want you to write or what anybody else would want you to write. Take something that you're passionate about and begin from there if you're going to make a book. I mean, that's how I originally started was, again, writing about my children with autism because I'm very passionate about my kids. And then other things will come to you once you start getting that first one out there. I go ahead and say goodbye to everybody for the night. However, please give me a follow because in just a few weeks, I will have my own podcast up and running. So I'm looking forward to seeing some of you and hopefully talking with you guys again on my own podcast. Yay. I'm so excited. Good night, Bye -bye. you guys. Thank you so much for Happy being night. here. Bye. Bye.
The Magic of Social Audio. <laughs> Bye. I heard your message via a Facebook group that I'm a part of, and I just want to say thank you for that. Um, I think it's really important for us to really interact with each other. It's one thing when we, you know, people share links and things like that. It's another thing to actually sit down and take the time to to record and let people know how we feel about their show. So I thought it was really interesting. I appreciate the calm in your voice. I really think that was really awesome. Uh, my show is a little bit different because we do a lot of geeky stuff. So I tend to get really excited about stuff like that. But there are also a few episodes where I deal with prayer and things like that, whether I'm praying for the nation or whatever. So I just thought I'd let you know I really appreciated the episode of the podcast that I listened to and uh, the story about you and the young lady that you got to interview with concerning meditation from India. So anyway, this is Will from Conversations About Dot Dot Dot, and I hope you're having a great day. What a fantastic message. Thank you so much for taking the time to call in. He is talking about a Facebook group called Podcast Support Community. I am the admin of the group. It is nearly 6,000 people right now. If you are interested in joining, please come on over. Being kind to other members. That is a requirement, just so you know. And here is another message. This one is from Martha. She's so sweet. And then we're going to conclude the show. Thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate it. Hey, Maria, it's Martha. Thank you so much, sweetheart, for your beautiful, uplifting and encouraging message that you sent to me today. That really meant a lot to me of you saying how I blessed you and others with my Serenity Sunday segments. Girl, I tell you, you are right on time. I promise you. Just last week, I was just thinking about it. I need to get this technology together and connect with my people and get back to what is the groundbreaking purpose of our lives of connecting and using our voice. And I just want to tell you, thank you for at that moment that you made that phone call to me, that was this confirmation of what I've been thinking about. And thank you for taking time out of your schedule to reach out to me. That means a lot. We will get together also after this whole epidemic is going on, okay? Much love to you. Take care and all the best. I hope you had fun listening to this conversation and this entire episode. I want to really thank you so much for taking the time to call into the show. If you feel like it, if you are an anchor user, you can call into the show here through the app itself, or you can go to the pod page website, check the show notes to find out how to do that. Also, check the show notes to find out how to get a hold of Christy. Oh, yes, you might want to get a hold of one of her books, or you might need some of her insights from her experiences that she has been going through in her life she is more than happy to share some of her love and energy out there in the world. Thank you so very much for being here. I really appreciate you. Please do feel free to leave a review on the Apple podcast platform or share the show with friends. It's really easy to do. You can also find me on pretty much any kind of social media out there if you want to interact. Thanks so much for being here. I'm Maria, just in case you forget.